Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the old MCU crew. Jesse's not here today, so I, in his place, I, I put what he probably looks like right now sitting at his PC. Uh, <laughs> um, his internet's down. Um, it might come up in the middle of this. If it doesn't, then we will move the tier list to next week. But there's still news to talk about. And we've still got, oh, sorry, I, it's right and left. We've got bronze on this side on my left. Bronze, how's it going? Pretty good. I wasn't expecting that Jesse picture, so that's why I was laughing. Yeah, it, I, you know, it's fun whenever, uh, uh, in, in all the years of shows that we've done, it's always fun when someone's missing, because that means I get to go to the old Google image search and find the worst photo possible. That's it is Google image search? This is number eight, maybe? On, uh, oh, no. This is from an article... Uh, on Jesse Cox leaving Polaris, which is when he left his MCN years back and uh, went, on, went on his own on the old YouTubes. So, I don't know. Wow. That's what they chose. That's what they chose. I feel like that's kind of shady. What is? I feel like they could have chosen such a better picture for Jesse. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. He looks was like, Look, this guy's going to go out on his own. <laughs> yeah. He does look a little bit, uh, dare I say, murderous, maybe. <laughs> Just a little bit. Exactly. Just a little bit. Exactly. Um, anyways, we're, we were uh, going to do the phase one uh, ranking today, um, mm-hmm. which would have probably been quick. So we would have jumped into the phase two ranking. Uh, but if Jesse doesn't make it for the show, then uh, we'll save that for next week, which is uh, it's totally fine. That's totally fine. Did uh, did you have a chance to check out the assembled episode on Loki? Did you watch that? Because I did not. No, I did not. Okay, I did not either. Yeah, good. That means we what can. What is uh, the assembled episode? It's like the making of type deal. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like a making of uh, of of the show. So, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. didn't catch it. Probably will watch it. There, there was a lot of TV that actually came out this past week. So, I was watching other stuff. Uh, everyone in chat saying it was pretty good. So it seems like we missed out. Uh, we do have a bunch of news though. So let's just, Oh, wait a minute. Here's some news you can use. Is that the Cox man? Just in time. Hello. Oh, hello friends. (laughs) I hope you're all doing well. He did it. He timed it out. Well, your lighting is so much better this week, Jesse. I think that's why he, I think his internet was working this entire time. He just wanted the dramatic entrance. I mean, that's worth it. It's what, what book do they do that in? Tom Sawyer, where the whole thing is him showing up to his own funeral. Jesse wanted to do that. That, uh, let's be real. That will be what happens. Yeah. I'm, I, I fully plan on appearing at my own funeral. I will be there. I'm going to let everyone know I will be there. I promise. I promise I will be there. All right. Well, let's start. Maybe. We're starting like to the, show out a little in the grand. casket. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, you know, I, that's a promise I can keep. Jesse, what do you think about your uh, your stand-in image? Do you like it? Are you a fan? Um, <laughs> not only do I love that, I my favorite part is that every time I do anything wrong on the internet, this that's the posted. photo they always use. They're like, <laughs> "Internet asshole Jesse Cox said some dumb shit this week," and it's me like, "Yeah." So um, I'm I'm well aware of that. Yeah, I have a lot of great photos. I realize 
You know, like when you see the like people on the news like mocking like a person, they're like, this person's awful. And they always pick like a crappy photo of them. I realize now mm-hmm. I have that many photos of me out on the internet that like they're almost all crappy. So like go to town. <laughs> the the May photo came up a lot when I did the Google. That that seems to be your your most popular pick out there. Well, you know what? As you as May. It's so. also my sexiest. It's also I know. I've never looked better. I know. Didn't that spawn like a whole conversation about how you were destroying masculinity? It um, should. I mean, obviously, I am. Uh, see, what spawned that is that I was me. Not I wasn't personally there, but like the mm. me. I was on Alex Jones, and they were like, oh, "This God. guy is one of the reasons why men are like cucks wow. now." Or I don't. Something. I, I don't like, know if you've worked on, but you've got the like. Alex Jones has a rasp to his voice, like like yeah, a would. like a yeah, like smoked frogs, a pack of cigarettes sir. or something. You've got you've got <laughs> you it down like perfectly. Like I think you could actually do a very good Alex Jones impersonation if you tried. It's like a fat guy wanting to be skinny guy thing. We all have it. We're like, you know, impressive. It's impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Sound like an engine. Like a hateful little engine <laughs> starting up. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Normally, I'd be like a like a. Hold on. I gotta ask. Okay, I, okay. Have, I ask all my friends this: Was I the oh, only no. weird one that loved the insanity test back in the early days of the internet? Do you remember what this is? Does Bronze even no. know what this is? No. You've never what seen the mean? insanity test. No, look this up. What is oh my god! Test? I'm dating myself here real bad with the insanity, the insanity test. test. Yeah, I like to point out. I'm sure at some point you were about to talk Marvel, and I showed up like, "Hey, we were getting into and the so, news." Yeah, yeah, but it's fine. That's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, the my insanity bad. test. It was the race <laughs> my car. My bad. It was the old race car for? I don't even know if that. I think it was on Newsgrounds. I don't even know if it like. Uh, on Newsgrounds? Newsgrounds? Yeah, I think that's where it was. Newsgrounds? Wasn't that the, like, Flash website? Goodbye, Internet. <laughs> goodbye. Wait, why are we saying that? As I, as I fade away that? into irrelevancy. Like, bye. <laughs> of, <laughs> I Thanos snap out of reality. <laughs> oh, is it Newgrounds? It was Newgrounds. Newgrounds. Oh. <laughs> There was something else I thought. Oh, I th- another thing that I messed up with. I thought uh, the famous Battlefield 2 map was Strike at Karkland, but there was no L. And so I've played over like three or 4,000 hours of Battlefield 2, and I always thought it was Karkland. I just never read. Look, you learn something new every day. I saw your Final Fantasy 14 tweet, and I was like, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so, no, that you was know. a lot of people. A lot of people didn't know that. Bronze, did you do the insanity test? Is it the crazy frog thing? Nope. It's the race car thing. Okay. There I found a I found a parody of it of like the race car, but instead it's been dubbed over with that little crazy frog thing. Man, I don't think it exists. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is interesting. I need to ask. I need to ask. How far back can I age myself? Dude, this... So, I found a a Reddit post from 10 years ago. 
Oh. It said that it was it no longer exists. I don't think this thing doesn't uh Let me, All right. Hamster dance? Yes, we all yeah, remember hamster, hamster dance. dance. Yeah, of course. Yeah, hamster dance. Bronzy you know the hamster dance? No. Bron- I know Bronze the, the zoomer here. Dancing. What? No, I know the I know the caramel dancing one. I don't know that one. And leak spin, which I think those are probably pretty cool. Like Jesse's this. out. I'm ready, I'm ready to be buried. <laughs> Just put me in the ground now. Put me in the ground. Jesse's out. <laughs> yeah. We were talking Nobody last week about you don't remember that? Yeah. Oh, I've that. I didn't know there's, there's a dance that goes. I don't the know what it's dance. from. It was it was the hamsters and they were dancing. It was dancing. Look it up. That's the song. That's the site. It's, it's that. I mean, it's pretty. Jesse's like pretty much on point there. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Anyways, let's talk about the MCU for a bit. Let's get off of old memes. I'm tired of dating myself. I'm already, I'm already old. At this point, I would date myself. Well, I'm my, I like myself a lot. Look, um, we're going to see know, a lot of that a, this year. I've got a year. connection. Loki made it big. All right. Yeah. Alabama's rejoicing. Yeah. They're out there. Loki just, made it okay. They're loving to Date it. yourself? Yeah. 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 It's true. Uh, Why love someone else when you can love yourself? Well, the well, it's most important to love yourself before you love anyone else. That's the, that's what they say. That's what all the all the folks say, right, Jesse? Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I have the worst track record of all the people. Because, you shouldn't look at me because you're the accomplice. Bronze is the one that laughs at the two. That's the dynamic of the show. You're always the ride or die. And bronze is the one uh, that will laugh at our silly antics. That's how the show goes. That's the formula to the MCU crew. I mean, that is roughly 90% of what I do is an, an effort to get bronze to laugh at it. So like, right. right. That is right. Ru- I mean, like you're right. Yeah. You're right. It's true. And then bronze actually has the like great takes on the show. And me and Jesse are just like, yeah. So anyway, yeah, no, uh- no. <laughs> Yeah, def- I think definitely. My favorite is when I don't laugh because then Jesse is like, we'll sit there for five minutes feeling judged. Oh, it gets, oh, I feel judged I feel, for him. You can, what? you can not only tell that I feel judged, but more importantly, the bit will not stop until I force a smile. That's true. Yes, so, like, I know. If you just I, to shut it, up. It's true. Just like smile at me and I'll be like, gotta. Like, All right, we can move on. That's very true. Yeah. That or I'll cut it off. Yeah, but I usually won't stop. I'll bring it up 25 minutes later in, in another vain attempt to continue. And uh, yeah, you should just, you know, mute me at that point. It's very true. What type of coffee cup are we working with here, Jessam? Um, this was from an old YouTube channel that was called Ornsby Cinema Insane. And it was this guy who had a puppet and he would watch old crappy movies. And it wasn't like a great YouTube channel, but it became a goof that we would watch it all the time. Great. Ornsby Cinema Insane. I bought the coffee cup because I thought it was like funny. That's great. No, it's a good one. That's a good hmm. one. All right. Let's get the show started. We got some news. We got things to talk about. And then we're doing our 
I'm very excited for our tier rankings, and I'll tell you why when we get to that. Uh, but we actually do have a, a good chunk of news here. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, according to who is he speaking with here? Ah, uh, yes, a Tumblr Q and A, the number one source for all things news. <laughs> I didn't even realize Tumblr was still a thing. Anyways, uh, I, I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't either. I thought it was. I thought it was done. Tom Hiddleston in a uh, recent Tumblr Q and A uh, said that he wants to play the Marvel villain for the rest of his life. Uh, on ask if he would, he said, "Would I? Yeah, absolutely." He replied, "I'm so lucky that I've got to play Loki for this long, and you know, I feel like he's such an interesting character. He's been around in human consciousness for so long." He's got so many different aspects, so many different complex characteristics that it feels every time I play him, I find out something new or we get to evolve him or take him down an avenue that we haven't gone down before. How do we feel about... I think I think he's he's great. I think he's a great Loki. I don't think... Perfect cast. Yeah. It's perfect casting. I see no reason that we should change that. Yeah. Till you're dead, my friend. To the end. Someday someone was like, who's Loki? And then you fade to dust. Yep. Till then. I agree. You know, I feel like he also, for a character that frequently flips, like, on the sort of cusp of sometimes works with the heroes and oftentimes works against them, Hiddleston has somehow managed to be unlikable and likable in the next second, which is very hard. And we kind of saw that, I think, the first time that clicked for me was Ragnarok. Mm Because there's scenes where... Thor is frustrated with him, and you as an audience member are frustrated with him too, right? Like, you're just like, what God? Like, can you just stop for, like, two friggin' seconds, you know? Like, he's just, like, like his writing is annoying, but somehow he manages to be likable through it, which is hard as an actor because sometimes when you're given writing that's where you have to be an anti-hero or do things that, you know, I'm sure any of you that have played a, evil character in a D&D group know that it's very hard to not have the audience turn against you mm-hmm. and yet somehow with Loki he always comes back like no matter how much he fucks over the heroes or uh, throws a wrench in the plans he, he there's something about the dude where like his camera presence where he's so charming that when he has the redeeming arc like we're already on board because we want to forgive him it's very true They don't have to do too much exposition. Like in Ragnarok, when he shows up on the ship, like, hey, I'm back. That's it. That's enough. Like, because we already wanted to like him. And that's hard. Right. (laughs) Well, I also think that uh, in in the Avengers and and even in Thor 1 a little bit too, he was was definitely written as like a one-note character, right? And so he he didn't get to explore, um, I think, what Loki has become probably until... Probably until Ragnarok, kind of like what you're saying. I think that was when we finally got to see him branch out a little bit. Even though we ignore it, because it's not a great movie, Dark World does give you a glimpse of like what that character could be. True. If he were a good guy. And I think what's fun about... God, I can't believe I'm about to praise this movie. Um, What's fun about it is that you can... It's got some good parts to it. Okay. I mean, look, I think it's, it's... terrible that we'll get, we'll get to it soon a, we'll get to it soon we'll get to it let's original thought anyway <laughs> but like the, the the idea that as a character you could see him grow and change in that film but at the same time all of his growth and all of his change was still like like a plot you know he was like oh yeah no i'm a good guy but secretly i'm trying to take over asgard like that kind of thing yeah and so at the time though 
the audience, you know, you could root for him. And what was fun is that when he later shows back up as like the goof of, you know, I'm Odin and I'm putting on plays for myself. We as an audience think that's hilarious, even though really we should be like this son of a bitch. But actually we're like, that's our Loki. That's and, Loki. And yeah. the transition to get there is crazy because I, I mean, I guess, what is it? Three movies technically Yeah, as a character. So like, it's wild yeah. that we can get to that point where it's like suddenly, oh, this guy. Oh, boy. You know what I mean? It's it's interesting. It is. It is indeed. Uh, I hope he uh, I hope he sticks around for all time. I like I like Tom Hiddleston. He's always. Also, yeah, always. He's very good in, in other roles as well. If you haven't seen The Night Manager on Amazon and you want a little bit, little bit more Hiddleston in your life, definitely check it out. I think it's about eight episodes. It's also got Hugh Laurie as the bad guy in that film. Very or, or sorry in that show. It's not a film. Um, it's very good. It's a great series, and I think it's like one. Only and done. lovers left alive is with uh, he plays a vampire with Tilda Swinton. Oh, so okay. if you ever want to see that. Tom Hiddleston in a romantic, very all right rounded vampire movie with Tilda freaking Swinton. It's as as amazing as it sounds, and he that's actually the movie that made me really be like, yo, this guy is a good actor. Huh. You know when you have that moment where you're like, wow, this guy, and that was mine. I okay. already kind of knew. Yeah, only love is alive. Yeah, I was Loki and the What's... Ancient One playing vampires hanging out. Falling I was about to say, yes. like in my mind, yes. you're telling me this movie, and all I see yeah. is like bald... <laughs> it's so weird but i'm like yeah i want to see that movie though in a lot of ways the the uh the like longer loki haircut on hiddleston it's very vampire it's very vampy you know like that just screams vamp to me you put some fangs on him and you got a vampire i mean his hair is like everything about him screams vampire Right. Like, even just Accent. his normal, everyday look yeah. screams vampire. I agree. That's, that's great casting. It's great casting. Uh, according... Is that a compliment? I think so. I, I don't know. Okay. All I know is, when I look at the man, if you said that was a vampire, I'd be like, yeah, I believe that. Right. <laughs> I would agree. And, there's, and I don't know how to explain it. Like, yeah, no, that checks out. If you were like, well, there's a cast of people... And they rule over us, mm. and they're vampires. And Tom Hiddleston is one of them. I would be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It all checks out. All right, I would just accept it because it seems very true. It all checks out. Yeah. Jumping into the rumor mill for a little bit, a website called WeGotThisCovered.com were the same mm. ones that reported about mm. Captain America Four, uh, starring Anthony Mackie, before that was confirmed has now reported that from their sources, Kang will team up with none other than Dr. Doom. Kodos. What? What? Huh? That was a Simpsons joke for my old <laughs> men out there. Yeah, that was, that my was old a, farts. Ha got him. That was um, an old one. Uh, the next bit of news is also pertaining to that as well. Um, but what does that, what does that mean? 
I don't know. I, I guess maybe that they could potentially have. So in the comics, because the article goes on to say some stuff that I didn't actually know about. Uh, they state what makes this idea of a Kang slash Doom union such an interesting prospect, though, is that there's a potential key connection between the pair. Uh, though his real name is Nathaniel Richards, which suggests he is related to Reed Richards. In the comics, he is. Kang believes that he may be a descendant of Dooms instead, or possibly even both. This has always been confusing for fans, so the MCU will have to clarify Kang's heritage in some way, and it looks like they've got plans to do it. I don't mean like... This seems like one of those things that, as fans, we're obsessed over. Dooms? But... No, I mean, just like, just when you're talking about like Kang's heritage. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's something that only fans give a crap about. But in reality, is it necessary in any way for them to be like, it's complicated? And like, Kang's like, I don't know that it's, you know, they can hint about it, but they don't even have to like get into it. If they were smart, they'd do the same thing. Yeah. They'd be like, my ancestor comes from your time. And then it'd be just vague enough to be like, is it Doom? Is it? Richards that's probably yeah that's like, probably what they'll do no I who knows I mean I'm interested more in how they're gonna bring Dr. Doom into the universe so uh is that I mean that's one of those things like would he have been around for a while how does he become I honestly can I tell you something uh-huh I hate origin story movies but I'd love a Dr. Doom origin movie well how would you feel about Henry Cavill playing Dr. Doom. Henry Cavill playing Dr. Doom? According to reports, he recently met with Marvel Studios in London. I'm trying to remember his voice now because that character, you don't see their face, right? You, you shouldn't. If, right? it, if it's a proper Doom, you shouldn't see their face. I mean, Henry Cavill's oh. real voice, if you ever listen to his like videos and whatever he puts out on the internet he's like all right hey, it's me henry cavo and i talk like this for some reason and i'm just so goddamn sexy if, and i want everyone to know how sexy i am and i'm like you're sexy dude he's like oh i know jesse i'm so damn sexy anyway i'm going for a walk right now i am so i'm just gonna like it's it's frustrating i you know what go i'm this, a little bit go I listen I, I to his I voice it. from uh mission impossible fallout i think was that the one? Is it Fallout? Whichever Mission Impossible he's in, if you listen to his voice in that, and like that was how they portrayed Doctor Doom, like in a more serious tone, I think that would, I think that would work. The one out. where he's like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna have to take out the trash, American friends." That <laughs> voice, where he's like, "I think so." It's like an American. It's actor, just yeah. business. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise, don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to cock my arms like they're guns now. Best scene, that best character? action scene, best ten, last ten years. Best uh, even though scene. I joke, even though I joke, that movie's amazing. Yeah, it's second that time movie, we've praised this movie. Go watch it. It's great. Everyone there yeah. is fantastic. That is a fantastic movie. Go watch that shit. Right, it's, it's incredible. I love that film. Yeah, the more likely uh, character that I think everyone believes Henry Cavill will play if that meeting with Marvel Studios went well and actually did occur is uh, captain Britain. Um, mm. but mm. I don't, uh, if we're going with this doom thing that this site is reporting on Cavill could, I mean, he's kind of got the build for it. He's got, he's got that like chiseled head. 
<laughs> I think I wouldn't say face because you would never see it if they do it right. I think the 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 sad thing about uh, Henry is that he is like a maybe that's good for Doctor Doom, but he seems you know he's like at a point where if you brought him in now, I don't know how you're having ten years of Doctor Doom. You know what I mean? Like he's he, he's he's like certainly aging up as an actor. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, like, I guess it's possible. I don't want a young I'm Dr. Thinking about Doom. The way... Oh, no, I agree. I don't want a young Dr. Doom. Yeah. But also, if you're going to bring in Dr. Doom, like middle-aged Dr. Doom, I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know. For some reason in my mind, I, the voice I want to have, like, like a gravitas to it. And that might mean casting an older actor. Like an because Ian you don't McKellen see type voice? Doesn't... Like that's what you're kind of yeah. going for? Yeah, there's like something, there's something like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe what I want in a perfect Doctor Doom, but I know what I want, and I know it's not Henry Cavill. I like Henry Cavill. Love that actor, but I'm like, not Doctor Doom. I don't know. There's also like a physical component to it. True. You know. Are you saying this works for um, or against Cavill? I think it works for, because the way he occupies space on camera isn't bad. Right. <laughs> I don't know if that's the highest praise, but like I didn't care much for him as Superman, but then when I saw him as Geralt, there was like a I don't know, there was like a on-screen presence he had, like a physicality that kind of made it somewhat believable that he's like this weird Witcher. emo yeah. killing machine. Yeah. True. Um and I'm trying to think if we stapled a metal plate over his face and got rid of <laughs> the fact that he's pretty, if if that physicality would like carry him through a role. So I, do, I don't know, I guess is what I'm saying. This is so Julian in chat said, I'd have Brian Cranston as Doom before Cavill. That Brian, I like. Brian Cranston. Cranston would be a great Doom. Yes. If, like, it, yeah, and I realized. Buffed up a little bit. Yeah. I realized the the thing that I was missing, the thing that I was thinking about with Henry Cavill is Henry Cavill can like look away and he can sound away, but his voice never has the emotionality that I think like when you listen to Brian Cranston act, like the things that are coming out of his mouth, right? Like the way he expresses himself vocally, there's so much emotion in every word that I'm like, that is a guy you put behind a mask. Because you don't need to see his lips and his face and his eyes, but to be able to hear him and be able to sit, like put those words out that you're like, oh, I, I know there's like acting going on. It isn't just like, I am here to defeat you, Reed Richards. Like there's actually something happening. That's the kind of like voice and character you need. Oh, yeah, that's like spot on. I would love to see that. You're pretty good. Yeah. He might be. Is, is Cranston too old, though? I mean, I, again, maybe, but I don't know if, what the ages a, of uh, yeah, like if, the rest of the Fantastic Four are. Look, until they say otherwise, uh, John John Krasinski and and Emily Blunt are, are fantastic. That's that's who's playing those characters. It's like such fun casting too. Like it's so no, upsetting I mean, that like the internet are. nailed that are. the first time around. <laughs> it's uh, that's they are playing those characters until Marvel says otherwise. As far as I'm concerned, they are. Look, they've already got the Disney in. Okay, Emily Blunt's already all up in Disney's business, and then they can just get Krasinski over, right? They're married. That's an easy win. 
I don't know who plays the other two though. I don't know who the fuck plays the other two. That's that's a I don't know who the hell. Can I tell you? Can I tell you where I really want? <laughs> I think we all know where Henry Cavill should really go. The thing. The thing. Come on, <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be so good. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the internet's like fan? It's not fan fiction because that just implies like some weird deviant bullshit going on. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know the, the weird bullshit. The fans casting of Korg and the thing hanging out and just being like rock bros. <laughs> I would love to see that. Right. I think that'd be yeah. great. Hanging what out with problems would, do rocks have? I don't know, but I, don't I would know. watch. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that would be a really funny bit in at least a future movie. Totally. Where it's like the two of them meet and they, like, he finally finds like a kindred spirit. And they're just like, oh, yeah, there's a whole planet of us. Like, come on, hang out. Yeah. I think that would be incredible. Be, it'd be 10 out of 10. Cavill should play Cyclops. He would be a very good Cyclops. He would. He That's has that an interesting role. Yeah. That ability He'd be very good. to be a douchebag. Yeah. Because, you know, he, he could just play I the like Mission Impossible Scott character. Summers, but I have discovered that a lot of the internet hates him. But I like him precisely because I feel like he's written to be disliked, you know? Oh, yeah. hundred like, In the comics, he's yeah. a fucking asshole without, without question. Yeah, he is. Yeah. 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 But I like that. I think those characters make the overarching comic interesting. I love that you like are very passionate about like the guys who are a little too good. They're like, what an asshole. Like you can I ask you a question yeah. of all the Ninja Turtles. Is Leonardo your favorite? No. Donatello. Correct. That's the correct answer. Yeah. That's the correct answer. Yeah. But I hate Raphael. That's also the correct. answer. <laughs> all, right, all right. There you go. All right. I was about to say, uh, okay. Yeah, my Bron- favorite Bronze is two for two. But I hate Raphael. Bronze is two for two. <laughs> there you go. Well done. Sorry, I'm a party dude with Michelangelo. I figured he we would be pizza with uh, anchovies. I think it's the orange dude. headband, right? I think that just that just screams Jesse Cox to me. Let's all be clear. I love Michelangelo, but if I'm playing any Ninja Turtles video game, it's always Donatello because his bow staff has a reach. It's always just the most put it out game. there. It is. It's it's the best weapon in the game, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And he's a computer nerd. He's a gamer. He's a gamer, guys. Probably. You can hang out with Donatello and have him beat the crap out of a bunch of foot soldiers and then play New World. What about... He can do it all. Here's the question, though. How do we feel about Casey Jones? No. Really? Just like hard no, you're out? A guy with a hockey mask just beating people up? No. He was always competition between me and, and April O'Neil. I always Yikes. felt like he was threatening. <laughs> Yikes. I, was like, I can't date April if he's in the way. So I was going to get my friend Michelangelo to kick his ass, and then I'd be in the clear. It's true. That's how I'd do it. When do they... Hold on. Random. This is probably a bad tangent. When do they stop calling them Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? You know? Like, they've been around for Never. a while. Where's, like, the, the middle-aged man. Ninja Turtles? Like, the Rick and Morty-style animation of the... <laughs> The middle-aged Ninja Turtles. Geriatric Ninja Turtles. Yep. Geriatric That's what Ninja I want to see. Splinter's oh, dead. hello there, Donatello. Yep. What do you have today? It's true. And it's like Mike, and he's like trying to eat a pizza. But he's like, I can't get my chompers to work. 
I'm gonna need to well, hold blend on, it again. Hold on, though. Turtles are very, very old, right? So maybe this works out. They'd have to be like, don't turtles live for like a hundred plus years, two hundred plus years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe they still. So they'd are probably teenage. still be young and spry. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> that poor master splinter though he's dead he's dead as fuck yeah he didn't make it very far cat got him we're all mutants it doesn't matter he could live to be 2000 we don't know how mutancy works that's part of the name teenage mutant the mutants they are they they exist on a spectrum that we cannot quantify because they have been powered by the ooze the ooze bronze the ooze it's true God, that I need to go back and watch. I've seen that movie probably a hundred times, but never once as an adult. I gotta see if it stands up. If it holds up. That is the first one is so good. So very good. So that's the one with the vanilla the ice. Go song. Ninja one? Yeah. Go ninja. Go ninja. Go. Uh, no, no, that's Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. Oh. The first one is T-U-R-T-L-E power. T-U-R-T-L-E power. T-U-R-T-L-E power. Teenage Mutant Ninja In that song, they literally sing Raph. He's the leader of the group. I don't think they even have a clue what they were singing about. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I forgot about that. I, I got to go watch those movies now. Maybe they're on Amazon. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Oh, the first one's great. First so one's pretty good. good. I'm going to have to watch it. It's pretty good. Moving along in the old news, we've got a director potentially all but confirmed uh, for Blade. It is a man by the name of... An Indian guy! Yeah, Basam Tariq. I hope I'm pronouncing hey! that correctly. Uh, he is the one who directed uh, Mogul Mau... Oh, God. Mogul Mowgli, I think is how you pronounce mm-hmm. that. Uh, I've not seen that, and that is the only thing I'm that. Sorry, uh, Pakistani. My bad. He's that not is Indian. He's Pakistani. Gotcha. That is the uh, the only thing he's made of uh, of of notable uh, mention. Um, but it's all but confirmed at this point, as he's going to be working with uh, uh, Maharashala. Jesus, I'm stumbling with these names. Ali, uh, who is of course confirmed to play Blade. They locked him in real early in the process. I gotta say. <laughs> Yeah, that was like the start of uh, phase four, I think. During do we think the Wesley times. Snipes is gonna have a cameo? I don't know. Isn't he also? Isn't Wesley Snipes like in jail, or is he already out of jail? I, thought um, he was I think out. he's out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wasn't he in um wasn't he in what we do in the shadows? Yes. Does everyone? Because, yeah, by the way, if you haven't seen that show, mm-hmm. there's an episode where they go see the Council of Vampires and is literally like <laughs> every movie. It's like all movie vampires. And tra- it's so funny. It is incredible. Um, Wait. And I think he's in that, that scene. You've, if you've seen that, Jesse, then you've seen Tilda Swinton as a vampire because that's the movie she's from. Only Lovers Left Alive. The You know what? The crazy white hair. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So she's not yeah. bald like the ancient one. She's the yeah. I just thought she was in that is. that episode because it's hilarious that Tilda Swinton is a vampire. Oh, okay. Now, I was like wondering. I was like, I wonder if he saw that and questioned it. But Tilda Swinton is one of those people you can kind of put her anywhere, and I think we're trained to not question it. Well, I mean, right. I, I don't. I love her, so she can go anywhere. 
maybe yeah, out he with was, me. He wasn't that as a representing Blade. And he was I on think the it Zoom was a nice. And he had a lot of lag, and it was a really funny bit. It was really, yeah, it was very good. Uh, I, I'm curious what role he would play in the movie, but I feel like he could definitely be in it as, like, a guy in, like, one of the nightclubs. You know what I'm talking Like, a cameo of just, like, just, like, walking he's, like, by in the or club. something. I would just, here's yeah. what I would love. Here's what I would love. Don't give him any acting. Just let him be on screen and let him be ice skating uphill. That's all I want. Like, that's just the nod. That they, if they just have him ice skating uphill, that's all they could do. That's all I got to say. If they just have him doing that, that's it. And then he's done. Yeah, I don't know if they can do too much with his. I've. Okay, so I know some Blade lore. Yeah. And uh, apparently on the third film, he was incredibly difficult to work yeah he's kind of an asshole behind the scenes from what uh yeah. people say i don't know if behind the scenes we don't even need to say that everyone's just like he's because, kind of an asshole yeah he didn't like uh sharing screen time and blade trinity with the other two characters ryan reynolds and, and bill yeah so if you go back and watch those movies which i recently did and i i did a little bit of googling there's a scene where he's like dead on a table or something like that and there's this really weird thing that happens afterwards where like his eyes open, but it's like, like Mortal Kombat CGI levels of bad. And so I looked it up and yeah, at that point in time, there was, I, there was a, I talked about it on a stream. There was like a whole laundry list of crazy shit he did on set, but he refused to open his eyes. I remember Just, reading like, about that. Yeah. Eyes shut. Yeah. So they made they fake eyes. Like, go in. And he, there was like other stuff he did too that was just like it made the filming of that film almost a miracle that it finished. Yeah, I don't know if the people want to work with him, but I think it would be cool. It'd be a nice nod. Had, yeah, he's yeah. the OG. He is. Yeah. All, all all that needs to happen is Blade has to go into a bar called like Blood Tornado, and it's like a vampire bar, and then like in the corner is a dude who's like. It's Wesley Snipes. And that's it. That's all. And people will be like, yeah. oh, that's it. That's all needs to happen. Wesley will gladly yeah. do that. The man has bills to pay. He's got tax problems. He could probably use the money. It's true. That's true. Uh, what else do we have? This is uh, kind of some some uh, spoilers, I guess, if, uh, if, if they turn out to be true. But it's uh, it's not confirmed yet. They do have a double confirmation, though, if you consider liking a tweet, a confirmation of this thing. Anyways, I'll get to the news. Uh, it pertains to a, a potential villain in the upcoming um, Disney Plus series, Hawkeye. Apparently, old Kingpin is going to be popping up in uh, Hawkeye, and it will be Vincent D'Onofrio in the role. Now, when you tell me that, my first reaction isn't, oh my God, I love Vincent D'Onofrio. I'm so excited. My first reaction is, boy, they really think they need to like bring out all the people for people to watch Hawkeye. They're like, <laughs> just get everyone. No one gives a shit. We got to just bring everyone to Hawkeye. I don't, I, Everyone's going to. I think that maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Hawkeye actually does have a little bit more star power than you're giving them credit for. 
in terms of I don't, in terms there are of the people actor. out there that like him. Yeah, and that, the, and and like, yeah, so there's also people. I that, don't understand it. There's there's also there people, people that know about the uh, the comic run that the show will be loosely following and and praise that to be like one of the best comics mm-hmm. uh, that Marvel's done in in a very long time. Um, so I think mm-hmm. that also has some hype for it. But yeah, I mean, he's, he's got I, I some fans. To, I think my I thing is I, like, I don't know if. I don't know if liking a tweet is confirmation. I agree. I, I would love I for D'Onofrio to play Kingpin. Well, I think he is great as Kingpin. Here's the thing. It's not that he liked the tweet. It's that he liked the tweet and then removed the like. The well, removal and, and of then, it is where I get a little like, that seems like someone from Marvel yeah. said, hey, you need to not do that. But also it could have been someone that was like, oh, if you like that, people are going to think that it's real. Could yeah, be that as well. Yeah, could be. I, I was going to say that that could be it too. I don't think, especially because that entire cast, especially D'Onofrio more so than I think anybody else, has been pretty vocal about wanting to reprise their roles. The entire cast of Daredevil came out and supported the hashtag Save Daredevil when that was trending. Yeah. They've always recirculated that stuff. They've been, I think like very they've made it very clear they want to come back. They've made it very clear they want to do it. Charlie Cox doesn't have a Twitter, but the rest of them have vocalized. I mean, D'Onofrio still tweets clips from Daredevil season three about like his favorite scenes and how powerful it was to occupy that role. So they've all the cast has always been supportive of each other, supportive of the project and and supportive of all the movements to bring them back and stated with with like you know no apprehension that they want to do it so i can totally see d'onofrio liking the tweet being like yes yes do it but then unliking it like maybe people are going to read too much into this and think this is a confirmation which is what happened right <laughs> yeah no i'll read the so uh the first confirmation uh comes from uh the mods of the marvel studio spoiler subreddit uh, that they verified it through multiple sources behind the scenes. Um, and then the second source is, uh, this is uh, yahoo.com uh, is reporting on this. It says, always with the leaks, there's no way to verify them. So you shouldn't be too excited about these Hawkeye revelations. But Redditors have also noticed a tweet from comicbook.com's Brandon Davis that said we'll see D'Onofrio return after Hawkeye. The tweet is now deleted. Separately, D'Onofrio liked a tweet about his return as Kingpin, but the actor unliked it. The tweet was from uh, Twitter.com slash film updates and said Vincent D'Onofrio likes a tweet reporting that he will reprise the role of Kingpin in the upcoming Hawkeye Disney Plus show. Oh, oh, sorry. And that was from Big Screen Leaks is the tweet that he liked uh, and removed. So we'll see. I don't know. Also, uh, Charlie Cox, I think, is confirmed like it's it's. He will be in No Way Home. I think that's confirmed through it, multiple man, sources. No Way Home is like one of those movies where everyone's like, it is confirmed. It is confirmed that this will happen. And my hype for that like movie, because it, it, I just, all I'm saying is, <laughs> yes. it was confirmed that Quicksilver was in WandaVision until it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I don't know that I trust anything. Mm-hmm. Until I see it on screen, like you, Charlie Cox could be in it, but is it Daredevil? I I honestly don't know. I have no clue what I hope is going to so. happen. I love him as Daredevil. Oh, agreed. 
Agreed. You know, okay, so I, I know I always get laughed at for flexing, but I got to play D&D with him, and when I could see that he could see, <laughs> I felt betrayed. You know what I mean? Like he, yeah, like when he could see and he talked in a British accent, I felt like I had been lied to. I was like, no. Wait, he's no. British? Yes. They all are, baby. God they all it. are. God damn it. I was like, I felt betrayed. God I was like, it. you can see. I believed you, you know, because he just played that role so well. And when he didn't have an American accent and he could see, I was like, how are you such a good actor? Yeah, and I I'd seen him in like Stardust and Downton Abbey. He's Wait, is he Downton British Abbey and Stardust? Because I've seen Stardust as well. Did I just erase that he was British in that film because he was he Daredevil? Is. Okay. I think he I is. I guess I erased it because he was Daredevil. Yeah. He's in, he's the, the, the lover in Downton Abbey too. <laughs> he has an affair with Barrows. Oh, I think you're. Wait, I you're watching you're that. I, I think really you're hope I did not it. spoil yeah. it. Luckily, that that show has so many characters in it. I don't know what the fuck you just okay. said to me, but <laughs> yeah, that's not. It's not a spoiler because I have no idea what you said. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, you. Well, just look forward to him. He's in there. Yeah, it's too. great. He's in the show. I'm into it. I'm into it. Does JP know Rick Grimes was British? No, no, he's American. He's American. He's not British. No nice way. spoiler. I apologize, fat hotshot. What do you want from me? Anyways, uh, yeah, I hope yes. all that stuff uh, comes true. I, I'd love to see D'Onofrio in uh, in Hawkeye, and I'd love to see uh, Charlie Cox in, in the Spooderman. Oh, you are past the spoiler. I was like, I'm he pretty even sure you're past the spoiler. I Okay. Okay, it's Maybe not. I, a, I don't feel bad anymore, JP community. I don't feel bad anymore. Yeah, I, I, because I was like, I'm pretty sure he's past it. I, I, you shouldn't have felt bad in the first place. I, <laughs> there's so many characters in that show, I forgot they even existed. Apparently, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Uh, speaking of a shit ton of characters, the MCU has another big actress joining. It's Amelia Clark. No, she's gonna oh, be. Sorry, that was. <laughs> uh she will be joining the secret invasion series on disney plus i think this was rumored a while back and this is a proper confirmation um they have not said who she's going to play but a lot of rumors are saying that she'll be playing the character of abigail brand Who's a mutant alien hybrid with special pyrokinetic abilities? I don't know anything about her. Can I say, and I don't know why this is the first thing I thought. I can't even explain to you why this is, but something about the look of Amelia Clark. And for some reason, and immediately was like, oh, she's playing the grown-up version of the, uh, like, the kid scroll from the uh, Captain Marvel. Oh. That is, like, I don't know why. I was like, oh, yeah, I can just see her as an alien. And I don't know why. And I don't know if that's offensive or if I can just picture her and, like, yes, she is an alien in this show. I can't explain to you. 
But I just like that's instant. I was like, oh yeah, well of course she's gonna be in it. She's gonna be the grown up alien, obviously. True. That is uh, I don't know why. I don't know why that's what I thought of. But to me, I'm like that's perfect casting. <clears throat> that's true. <laughs> I feel like I, that's insulting, but I'm like, yeah, no, I get it. Perfect. She's grown up, grown up alien. Yeah. Uh, this all came out of just so we get our sources here. Uh, Yahoo.com is reporting this as well as Variety. Um, discussing the Secret Invasion series, uh, which will, quote, follow a group of shape-shifting aliens who have been infiltrating Earth for years. In addition to Clark, the already well-stacked cast includes Samuel L. Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn, Olivia Coleman, and Kingsley Ben Adir. Jackson, of course, will once again portray the character Nick Fury. Mendelsohn reprises his role as the Scroll Talos. We'll see. Kingsley, man... Kingsley Benadir is. I just want to point out. I don't know like, who that is. I'm googling this. Um. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's like another British actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, <clears throat> yeah. I. He's. It's. It's. I think it's interesting that. Like I don't know. I. I think the. They're. They're definitely pulling from a. I'm gonna say very talented pool of young British actors. Hundred percent. I think you know. That's great. Because you know, it's it's super interesting to see uh, all their like American accents, but it also gives them I don't know like it, I'm curious to see all the new actors they bring in as we enter this next phase. Yeah. Because yeah, it definitely seems like they're they're stacking for the long run again. Because they're gonna blow the right. Fuck they're up, like right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like they're yeah. bringing in new people that then they can grow and they'll be that character like. You know, Tom Hiddleston, let's be honest, no one knew Tom Hiddleston. And if they did, it wasn't like anything that was like world changing. But like, that's an actor that is now that role. And he's literally like, I could do this forever. And yeah. I think that's kind of a thing where they're like, we want to bring in someone that like, it blows them up to the point where like, I love this and I want to do this forever. I don't know. I think it's neat. I'm excited for it. It's like, like, these are good actors they're bringing in. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, last bit of news before kind of, uh, an interesting thought, uh, piece here from James Gunn, uh, Benedict Wong, uh, was talking about the Shang, uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, um, stint that he's doing. Uh, and he says, uh, when Shang-Chi was happening, I was so pleased that it was happening, but I was kind of a little crestfallen when I wasn't a part of it. And then I got the call from, uh, Marvel studios and I was like, Yes. And he put three exclamation parks there. Um, he said, uh, this is from sci-fi.com. Uh, per usual, Wong was allowed to spill details about the Duke Roo with abomination or put, what put Wong in that situation. But he did offer his, uh, his potent excitement for what's to come. Uh, he said, you know, I'm super thrilled. And then to be said at the table of excellent, uh, table of Asian excellent. It was amazing. I'm a big fan of all those artists. Um, I'm going to butcher this name. Is it Tony? Luong, how do you say his last name? Bronze. I know you're a huge fan. Lang? Um, I don't, I don't want to destroy it, but I think it's I'm just Lang. It for you. Oh, is it just Lang? Let's see. I believe so, but I don't, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't know if I did it incorrectly. I'm googling this. Hold on. I'm looking. How it do you pronounce too. this? Uh, let's go with this. I'm gonna listen to it. Lang. Lang. Lung. It's 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 like lung, ish. Lung. Okay, that's fine. I was listening to it. 
Uh, he says, is a massive idol of mine. Uh, so it's been uh, constant surprises. Uh, that's what the, wrong, the role of Wong gives me. So we will see uh, what happens. I can't believe that movie comes out on September 3rd. We're like, that's a month away at this point. <laughs> also, I, I mean, crazy. I think, I think as a character, it's one that I would love to see more of. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he's great. Uh, yeah, I love the character. Yeah, it, 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 we got one movie of him, and then kind of like goofs the rest. You know, like his other, yeah. his other performance or not performance, but other like times he showed up in the MCU. It's either been like to joke about being like, "I'm the monk who just wants a tuna sub," or I like say one line in Endgame that's like, "Oh, you wanted more?" Like, it'd be nice to see him do other things and be like. Hey, I'm here to be the wingman. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, flesh him out for sure. I think any character they decide to like flesh out um, at any point in the MCU is done so well because they turns out they only hire good actors uh, <laughs> when the casting director is out there working. So, yeah. Sorry, I was still on pronunciation. Did you figure it out? Did you? Uh... It's not easy. I listened to a couple of different. There is an R in there. And the G oh. is is almost like um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like there, but it's like Li or Ung, but fast Liang. I'm so sorry if I destroyed it again, but there is an R in there. Okay. But can, uh, it's like Cantonese is. I feel like uh, one of those languages where um, it takes practice. So, oh <laughs> you know, yeah, it's 100%. not easy. Yeah. 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 Without question. Uh, but. The way I broke it down is like Lee or Ung <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's better sounds better than how I was butchering it, so I wouldn't be too worried about it. Uh there's a big uh thing out of uh Hollywoodreporter.com regarding uh James Gunn, who put out a statement uh sometime last week. That essentially says uh, that uh, superhero, the superhero genre needs to, quote, bring in other elements uh, to avoid becoming boring. Uh, he goes on to say in the article, um, we know the way the cowboy films went and the way war films went. He said, I don't know. I don't uh, I think you have to be a genius to put two and I don't think you have to be a genius to put two and two together and see that there's a cycle to those sort of films. And that the only hope for the future of comic book and superhero films is to change them up. They're really dumb and they're mostly boring for me right now. <laughs> Who said this? James Gunn, the you know Suicide James Squad Gunn director, is and really dumb and mostly boring. <laughs> I mean, to say this is ludicrous, you know, to say that oh well, the comic book genre is going to be worn out. That's like saying the book genre is going to be worn out. There are so many different kinds of comic books. You know, Sandman is a comic book. Why the Last Man is a comic book. Right. The Boys is a comic book. Um, oh, the one I love the most that Wolf Among Us is based off of, and now for some reason I cannot think of his name, is it Fables? Yeah. That's a comic book. Now, if you want to say that superhero comics are overdone or something like that, that's one thing. But to say that, like... Which I think is what he meant. Comic is it overdone. Is, but yeah. To be very silly. Because comics as a genre span everything from sci-fi horror to to the superhero stuff to like even emotional like uh, drama type of thing. Um, 
The other thing I want to say is that even if we look at comic book movies and, uh, you know, stuff in that genre that's coming out, I don't think it all goes the same way. I think we've started, you know, going into um, like, you know, the emotional side of it, of like the emotional toll of what it takes to be a hero or, um, you know, what it takes to overcome trauma. I think they started that with Endgame and they've started moving the needle on that for a while now. Yeah, I agree. And with Loki, we even have like a, a, a romance in a lot of ways. Yeah, there, there's there's aspects to this statement that I can agree with, and also this it's totally you know it doesn't hit the mark at all. So like, I understand at a fundamental level, like if you look at superhero movies in general, you can see the formula, right? Most of the time, some of these movies, they have the exact same formula. It's a reason why everyone got tired of watching Spider-Man have an origin story over and over and over again. Like that, like You can see how it can become stale. The difference, though, is that the if you go back... So I, thankfully, have a wide knowledge of both war and cowboy things. Thanks, Dad, because that's all he watches. <laughs> So I literally know every single damn thing. And the, the, the big problem with those is that the cowboy movies were all the same tropes over and over and over and over and over and over again. And the war movies were all the same tropes. Over, that's why you have like, I'm Tex and I'm from Arkansas and I'm like the coward guy and I'm the guy who's like the hard ass and I'm the guy who like, you know, you have all the tropes of those films over and over again. But the thing I think that um, is missing here is very much like war movies and cowboy movies. They aren't go. They they didn't go away. They changed, and the tropes of those films changed. And so we got the, like because you can only there are only so many wars to make movies on, right? You can only make so many World War II movies unless you change how you tackle the World War II movies. And so that's how we get something like you know, saving private Ryan and then extending that all the way to Jojo rabbit, right? Like that extent of like, those are, that's the spectrum of film that you're on. And then, you know, you can talk about cowboy movies. You can talk about how there's all the sorts of different cowboy. And then there's movies that are like, well, we're not going to tell the cowboy side. We're going to tell the native perspective. And we're going to like, there's a million ways you can do this. And it's more than just like, well, howdy, ma'am. And, and it isn't the same, you know, John Wayne shtick over and over and over and over again. Like even if you look at uh, like Logan as a film, that's very like cowboy e. And so there's this um, like big scope of what these films became. And so perhaps I mean, Mandalorian is a western. Oh, absolutely. They even specifically are like it is a western. They've said it, and the the soundtrack is obvious, right? And so the the to say that, like, you know, those movies ended, the, the type of movie, the film that was like a canned, all right, everyone, let's go out in the desert and film a thing real quick. And then, like, the tropes are there, and the woman's like, save me from the savages. And the guy's like, don't worry, babe. And then, like, the, the you know, the cavalry shows up at the end. You, know, you can see how, like, Marvel, because it makes so many, you, you know, eventually that can become stale. But the idea is that 
you see it now. They're changing up how they're doing things. They have been going for 10 years and they do need new blood, new directors. That's why you're seeing directors are like, well, I haven't seen them do anything major yet. It's like, yeah, well, they're saying like, we saw the one thing you did. We loved it so much. Do something for us. And they're, they're, you know, changing the different directions they take it. And frankly, I think, you know, to say that it's in danger, I think personally right now, I'm never more excited for the directions they're headed when it comes to comic book movies. I think they're actually taking chances and doing things. And frankly, Loki is a perfect example of like them being like, F it, let's do a thing. And it, I thought it worked very well. So yeah, I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the we'll see what the vibe is. I I don't think there's anything wrong with criticizing the genre. In fact, I think one of our first episodes I said something like, Well, you know, the MCU movies aren't like like amazing movies, you know? Right. Like, and that's why they don't win that many awards. Like they're good movies, they're entertaining movies. But like, are they, you know, the the greatest pieces of film and cinema ever made? Probably not. And we talked, I think, briefly about like some of the challenges to what that was. And one of them is like, well, these films are expensive to make, very expensive to make. And therefore, they can't be niche, artsy, you know, like films. They have to kind of have mass market appeal. They have to have appeal to children. They have to have appeal to casuals who may have no idea who Spider-Man is. And they have to somehow navigate making these films accessible, being able to market them to a massive audience. And that makes it very difficult, right? To like, to like make that film and still make it be this like art. But to say that the genre is in danger to me, is just, it, I don't know, to me, it's just silly because like, are there parallels between, you could say that about any genre of film. And that's because films become formulaic, whether that's zombie movies, when that was a trend, whether that's mm -hmm. slasher flicks, like you can literally say that about any genre of film. And yet these things get reinvented, retooled and brought back every few years, you know? And I think films like Train to Busan, even after people were tired of the zombie genre, show us that even now people can, and I know that that film is not new, I'm just saying people were already tired of zombies when that film came out, show us that, it's a it's the formula that's the problem, not the content. You know, it, it's it's when you your films become too formulaic. And the one thing I could say about superhero films is that I, DC is its own thing. I'm not talking about DC, but at least with the MCU, they have somehow not become that yet. And the last three shows kind of show us that very clearly, because when we talk about genres, WandaVision, uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier and Loki are not formulaic at all they don't follow each other's formula they have almost nothing in common other than oh well canonically all of these shows take place in the same universe but thematically music wise i remember joking about how bucky and uh you know the you know captain america like working on the boat reminded me of like a ford pickup commercial and how this was <laughs> such a whiplash from everything else we've seen so i don't think it's fair to sit here and, and say that all these films are formulaic because they're not. Ragnarok is not anything like uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Thematically, uh, musically, color grading wise, the films are completely different. But I can understand, but I can understand how, you know, five movies, four movies a year 
for 10, you know, for however long it's been, especially looking forward, I can understand how a director or fans or whoever would be like, it's a lot. It's and and if you aren't watching every single one as sort of like a, you know, part of your podcast, there's <laughs> going to be a lot of people are just like, yeah, it's the same thing over and over again. And here we are, we're like analyzing, dissecting, and we're realizing it's definitely not. But the, the thing that's important, I think, at the end of the day is when it comes to cowboys, you can only tell so many cowboy stories. When it comes to war, there are only so many, you know, earth wars. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? But when it comes to comics, True. comics are fantasy. Comics are sci-fi. Comics are a million things. They can be whatever they want to be. And it's a story that the idea of superheroes transcends the uh, the idea of comics, right? Ancient mm-hmm. Greeks had superheroes, right? Like yeah. ancient Egyptians had soup. Everyone's had superheroes. It's part of the mythos of humanity. It's how we tell good stories. It's how we, like the idea of, of someone of great power having the same like BS that we have to go through. It's we live vicariously through their achievements and hope for a better whatever. Like, a, uh, and that's part, you know, like no one was like, well, there's just too many Hercules stories. You know what I mean? Like people were like, give us more. And that's, it's, it's the same thing. People, this is our form of entertainment. And, you know, just right now, uh, you know, there's, there's a great number of them because it's incredibly popular and successful, but there's a reason it's incredibly popular and successful. People want more of it. True. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's also just funny to me because like they've, I feel like they've done a very good job. Like as soon as the films start to feel like you know what to expect, now we live in a world where Guardians of the Galaxy is is pretty par for the course. But do you remember when Guardians dropped? Marvel did not have anything under their brand that was like Guardians or like Ragnarok or like and they and now they like, they didn't have anything under their brand that was like Loki or WandaVision. Like, it just feels very, I feel like, I'm going to be honest, I feel like James Gunn is trying to hype up his own film by being like, I'm going to be that guy. Like, these well, are formulaic and they're all going to die, but I'm going to save the I genre. Mean, and that's why you should watch a film that has a really bad track record and characters and, and a DC film that most of the, you know, internet probably isn't going to like. I mean, also, I probably, he, maybe I sound very bitter, but I feel like that's like a thing, you know, like, oh, well, my, this this entire genre is going to die. But my movie, my movie's going to breathe new life into this. It's like nothing you've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, I went back and read the uh, I think a lot of what everyone just said. We were putting words in his mouth because he definitely didn't say a lot of that stuff. Uh, but I think what he was saying is oh. mostly from a technical aspect uh, when it came to like how the, you know, I think at a certain point, Marvel is like all about CG, right? And, and 90% of the things in that, in, in a, any given scene in a Marvel movie was just a giant green screen. And so he's thinking like, or talking about how like practical needs to go, come back to like, make that stuff more interesting. And, um, he cites like Iron Man was the, the did so well because we got to see like a guy flying around and it looks super believable. But now if you do that, it's kind of like, oh, well, that's super simple, right? Like, it's it's not pushing the envelope or anything. It's just like, oh, we just made a guy fly, right? Um, and so I think that's where he was coming from uh, in the story. But I also agree with everything you guys said. 
in terms of um, the MCU and, and it, they are changing it up um, every so often. Just when it starts to feel a little formulaic, they do kind of introduce some things that make it not. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone's like arguing that like superheroes are not like a trend right now. They are. I just feel like the trend is so broad or the content is so broad. It feels weird to compare it to like genres that are still exist like to be like well look at the war movie trend look at the and it's like did i there's still war movies that come out right but I, tomorrow war just drop like what is that even there's definitely war movies that come out but it's not like back in its heyday when it was every movie was a war movie or every movie was a, a western right like right now it's kind of like every movie's marvel movie <laughs> there's not very other or very many other like big budget marvel movies movie- span that entire genre there's war movies that are definitely like to me Endgame. sure and, uh, yeah it was definitely a war movie yeah yeah and i i think at that point it's it's a little bit semantics in a lot of ways right like you can you can mm-hmm. pick and choose what each movie is so anyways i kind of feel bad that we're just getting to this however many episodes we are uh this might this should have been like maybe the one of the first things we did but we need a tier list for the show so that people know that we can just point them to this uh outright um so jesse had the great idea that we should do each phase first and then we can i think we need an overarching marvel thing so that anytime something marvel comes out we insert it into the overarching marvel ranking for the mcu crew uh somewhere down the line but we're a long ways from that so we're going to start with phase one today we'll do phase two probably next week i don't think there's anything big coming out and we'll we'll just kind of use the the tier list to fill the void until we do the ultimate mcu crew tier list video or whatever is this about to be the easiest tier list ever it will be (laughs) we want to just be like there's a lot of news today and we're already over in an hour so or we're already over an hour so this will be the easiest one yeah yeah we're doing phase one tier list here there's six movies in phase one (laughs) i think we're gonna set up i'm so impressed I think so we're all going to say that Avengers is the best of phase one. Are we going to say it's S- Avengers is S rank in the phase one world? Yes, I think so. This is rough. We're going to have to, we might have to change this, moving forward. Oh, hundred percent. We will. And we can also, let's, let's also You're just gonna put say the it's other S rank. Let's also put the other rule the out first there. Avengers is S rank. Within, it was good, but is it S rank within the phase one perfect? world? If you encapsulate phase one in these six okay, movies, okay. it is the S rank of phase one. In the in, If I am going back, I'm retreating in my mind palace to when phase one was happening. And uh-huh. yes, I would put Avengers in S rank. Yeah. So With uh, no knowledge without of question. what's happening. In, You're right. In the I'm, my knowledge now. is, yeah. I, much like you a person who can retreat. see the future. Yeah. No, you have to retreat. You have to go back into your phase one brain and act. You're right. There we go. A little bit, a little bit easier to see. You're right. All right. Yeah, I agree with that. At the time, it was the hypest thing I've ever seen. You're yeah. right. It was. It was yeah. insane. We got to see absurd stuff that I never would have. I rewatched the uh, the like whatever spinning superhero team reveal thing. That yeah, that, that, oh, like, yeah, that. Oh, that's neat. an iconic moment in the entirety of the and MCU. the laser off of the the repulsor blast off yeah. of uh, the Captain America shield. Yeah. 
and all, all the 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 bromance between Banner and Stark and how they were like huge fanboys of each other. No, that yeah, was- Coulson dying, right? Like that was just a catalyst for them to avenge. Yeah, it, it was great. It was great. It was great. the Hulk being a, a wholesome doctor in India, yeah. being like, just leave me alone. I just want to be here in the calming environment. <laughs> Someone in chat says, and Hawkeye dot 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 dot. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkeye had some cool moments. He, he had a role in that movie. He shot that motherfucking giant ass worm and it smashed into that building. And he looked cool because he did it like a fadeaway shot. And he went like this and he was looking somewhere else when he shot because he doesn't miss. It was pretty cool. He also got mind controlled. That's true. That's true. He did get mind controlled. I forgot about that. Anyways, they, they so had many no idea arrows, what to do like with that so many. Well, he ran out. Remember, he ran out of arrows. If you recall, <laughs> he ran out towards the end. And then that was a huge plot development for him. You can do. Why would you only bring, you know, like, I feel like you would have a, sorry. Okay, next. next. <laughs> Here's the thing. The hard part is going to be what's the worst movie of phase one. Okay. And I think we've got two contenders, Thor and Hulk. Where, what are we doing here? What's the D rank of phase one? Oh, D Hulk. is Hulk. You think sure. it's Hulk? Easy. Yeah, Hulk. Easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah when yeah. was the last time D you saw Hulk. that movie? Um, uh, let me just say it was recent enough that I remember mm. still hating it. <laughs> I remember being like, <laughs> I don't like this movie. Okay. All mm. right. Okay. I will also say this. I was going to say this earlier, but uh, if at any point either of you watches an old movie and we need to have a discussion about the official tier list of the MCU crew. We can have that conversation. We'll call, we'll call a, uh, a meeting of the the three of us, and we'll have that discussion on any podcast mm-hmm. at any point. It will trump any conversation that is currently ongoing, and we will go straight to I the tier to list. This. Here's here's what I'll say. This is what's upsetting about tier lists because you have to make tough choices. Like you do. I would like. I don't know that I put Hulk at a D. It's bad, but like. I don't know that I put a D. However, I don't know well, that so, I put Hulk in. Here's the thing. But I also don't know that I put Hulk and Thor on the same level. And I don't know that I can give Thor a B. You don't think B. Thor's a B? You know, what that, you know what I'm saying? I don't sure. know that I can give Thor a B because I don't think Thor. Like, that's why I'm like, oh, I hate I hate tier lists. So I have to like put a, Hulk as a D. Norton. Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah Hulk, the right? Norton Hulk. Norton yeah. Hulk. yeah. yeah. I've. I feel like that movie was pretty bad. Maybe I need to rewatch it. I, I'll say this. The movie starts off better than it ends. The end of that movie is yeah. dog oh, yes. shit. That movie is fucking abysmal. Uh, <laughs> with the ending. I'm not a fan of it whatsoever. But the beginning is great. I, I love the beginning where he's like, he has a, he's sitting across from like a jujitsu guy who's like teaching him how to breathe and like doing this crazy breathing. And then the, the jujitsu guy just slaps the shit out of him. And he just like takes it and he looks at his heartbeat and he's like, more. And then he fucking hits him again like hard as shit. And he's like, all right, I can control this. I'm, I'm getting better at controlling my anger. <laughs> they explore that more than I think they ever did with Banner. Whereas Banner was just kind of a goof. Uh, or or with, uh, with Ruffalo, sorry. Um, Ruffalo was always kind of like a goof where he's like, you know, don't piss me off, bro. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry, that type of stuff. Which is fine. I think that those are iconic lines. Do you think but- poor Ruffalo will ever get a film? No, I think, I think he deserves one. I think they've ridden him into a uh, into a bad spot. I don't know if he'll ever get a film. 
Hulk is not supporting Cass. There, I said it. That's, he's thing, not though. supporting Cass. Here's the thing, though, is Hulk, the, and we're getting away from the tier list, but Hulk exists. And the reason that the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton, I think, did so bad is because Marvel didn't know how to make a giant green guy that gets angrier and angrier like they did the Guardians. If they would have, like, guardianized his story, I think the Hulk could have been a much bigger thing in the MCU. But because of the idea of, like, power levels, keeping him somewhat grounded so that, like, him and Hawkeye could share the screen or him and Black Widow could share the screen and also not knowing, like, how to make a giant green guy who gets angrier and more powerful, uh, like a Groot, for example, or a Drax, for example, uh, at that point in their career is the uh, is Marvel Studios. Like, that's why that film kind of kind of had a bad time. They just didn't know what to do with it yet. Right. It has to be a D. It's it got to be a D. It's got to be a D. I think it does. I think it does, too. So then is Thor a C? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It had some redeeming moments. I think that's why Hulk has to be a D. I agree with Jesse because Thor is at least a little bit more enjoyable than Hulk. I wish we had a point system. I mean, no, you can do this where you can have them like have inner rankings uh-huh. in between the thing where like uh-huh. Hulk is. But I don't see oh. that. I would never put the two of those next to each other. Like Thor yeah. is a quantitatively better movie than Hulk. It just is, Do even though Thor is not a great movie. Minuses? No, I mean that's what that, that have, that's what this would be. Hulk would be a C minus, and Thor would be a C plus. Is that what that would be? Uh, is it? You you can just I mean uh, you can make up whatever the fuck you want. We're just using a tier list website for visual oh, representation. <laughs> well, we'll leave it like this. Okay. For now. What are we thinking about uh, Iron Man 1? Is that A or is that S behind S. Avengers? For me, that's an S. But S? I would say A. Yeah, I, I don't S. think it's on par with I Avengers. I love that movie. You don't think it's on par with Avengers? I think it's. I think the movie, it, the first two-thirds of that movie is far more interesting than the very end. Like him becoming... Tone, like him becoming Iron Man to me is far more interesting than like the last bit of it. I don't know. I, I agree. The a, end, it's the solid end of, A. The end of Iron Man one's like comparable to the end of uh, Hulk for me. To be honest, I think I think the that fight. Bad? I think the fight with uh, whatever the fuck uh, the dude at the end of Iron Man one Stain is like kind of dog his shit. Name is Obadiah. Yeah. It it started the trend of like the heroes are going to fight foils of themselves. And I hate when movies do that. And I hated okay. it when it happened in Iron Man. It's like, okay. Oh, you're going to, be, you're going to fight a more metal Iron Man dude guy. Who's just bigger. Right. And I thought it was a bad fight sequence. It's the thing like Iron Man is, is perpetually rewatchable. I think it's a fine film. I found myself rewatching oh, totally. it just because it's fun, totally. but I don't, I can't say that it's on the level. If we're going to put Avengers at S, then Iron Man has to be a, it just has to be. But Avengers is S because Iron Man was S. Iron Man set up Avengers for greatness. I, I think you have to judge the films on their own in this instance, not what they became or what they started. Like we can't give we can't give an S to Iron Man one because it started the MCU. Uh, 
But it, it, uh... um, we have to judge it based on what it is I as a standalone product. I think it's an A. I don't. I mean, think it's, it's that's not hard for me. So this, but like, I'm just saying, this film has so much nostalgia and heart behind it for me. I don't think I can look at it objectively. It, like mm. I, I'm being honest. I don't think I can. I think like, are there probably issues with that film? Yes, but for a, a Marvel film in which my standard is uh, arguably lower, uh, n- no. There's. I think it was. I think it was so much better than some of the films that came after it, and I loved it. I mean, and it agreed. made me immediately invested in everything that this universe was going to make because I just love this movie so much, and the way he goes to the press conference and at the end. And now that part yes! is great. That, that part is so great. Cool. That part is great. I like, would agree with you're that. You're going to go up there and deny everything. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he goes up there and he's just like, fuck it. You know? And I was just like, this is so, so, so good. Jesse, have you been swayed? Are you still in camp A? <laughs> no, no. Iron Man becoming Iron Man is the best part of that movie. The Like, I, like I, I agree with you that even though... Obadiah is like a fun character. Like the whole, you know, it's, it's like you've created the weapons of war that you have created. Are the, it's, it's fine. But the ending payoff was one where it was just, I've made a bigger iron man to fight your iron man. And I don't know. I was like, whatever. Uh, no, you're, and- no, 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 no. I've got to, I've got to say oh, objection. Phoenix Wright style because, <laughs> uh-huh. The beginning of the film here, let me let me put nostalgia aside and try to argue this logically. The beginning of the film is about Tony Stark, the things he's making being used in a way that disgusts him, that perverts what he thought was happening with them. And having Obadiah do that a second time with his technology is, I think, a great capstone to like why he became Iron Man. He becomes Iron Man because he sees his tools his tools being used for horrible things, right? And then he finally takes some agency in that and is like, you know what? We're not going to make weapons anymore. We're not going to do this stuff anymore. I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to be a superhero. I can do this. And then Obadiah does the exact same thing. He ta- he steals the technology that his dad made. He steals the arc reactor technology and does it again. So I feel like it's almost a perfect villain. In the sense that it encapsulates why he is Iron Man. Because he's not going to let people take his genius and pervert it anymore. Well, I think that's, I think, unfortunately, I think that our readings are different. Because (laughs) in the beginning, Tony Stark is literally selling weapons of war. Yes. He's selling. And... And and so and he's okay with it until they hand into the fall and until they fall into the hands of the villain. And same thing right, with but that, like who is the villain? Like right? who is the villain in this story? But that's like he's selling to the military, complete... right? But he's and like he selling to the military that. to use on people. No, I understand yeah. he realizes it, but the idea that he like in the beginning he is not a good guy, and so yes, only when he ends up in a cave and on the brink of death and talks to a man who's like, "Yeah, my family's dead." And uh, I could, you know, and he sees the ground level. Does he change as a person? And he tries to change his company. 
And then the bad guy's like, I do not want to change. But I don't think that it's like, I don't know. I feel like the re- our readings of the situation are different. I don't, I don't know. I feel like the point you made with the first part is, is a good point. He's not a good person. I don't think they ever posit him as a good person. Oh, right, right. I, I'm, I'm not yeah. like, but, but the idea that he then realizes like, oh, people are using my things for evil. I'm, I'm, I have to believe that he understood that like he's selling no, he weapons to armies that are doing from it. Right, right, right. He was right. okay and with so the then, violence as long as it wasn't directed at him. And then he basically dies from one of his own shells and has shrapnel in his heart. And I think that there's poetry in that. That he's okay right. with those bombs dropping on other people and one drops on him. And he's like. No, and, and that's no. why, and that I totally agree with you. Uh, but, but that's why I love the first two thirds of that movie. Because it's about a guy who's self-absorbed and he's in his own mm-hmm. world, and he like, you know, ha- he has all these these <clears throat> problems, and you can you can see his character growth, and that's what I love. I love when he comes back from the cave, and he's like, I can make this Iron Man thing, and then he uses it to go around the world and sort of right his own wrongs and destroy his own weapons and stuff, and and I love that. What I'm saying is, once the movie switches to the part where it's like. You know, Obadiah is like, I am the one who be like, I be, I am the guy who secretly is Mm -hmm. controlling the dude who is apparently in the Ten Rings and his friend Tom Morello. I am, (laughs) I am the one. You know, like once it gets to that point, and it's like, oh, it isn't. You know, it's, it's like JP said. It suddenly becomes instead of Iron Man tries to right his own wrongs, is now the the wrongs are like the the older dude at the corporation who's like i refuse to change and i refuse to change so much that i have made a bigger angrier but he that's because he hasn't gone through that journey you have to understand at some point tony was this guy we get to see past tony and what tony would have been probably if he hadn't had one of his own shells drop on him and if you go back to that final fight he doesn't beat him with more missile power he doesn't beat him out muscling him he beats him by being tony stark because he solved the ice problem and this big freaking iron idiot didn't and that's what shows that he's not a guy in a metal suit with guns this was to show to all the casuals who don't know what makes tony stark so freaking the best he's not some idiot in a metal suit with guns anybody can do that he is a scientist he's a genius billionaire philanthropist superhero okay and he kills him using engineering Engineering, yeah, but being like, how do you solve the ice problem? And he's like, uh, what ice problem? That was beautiful because he's just so smart. So what Bronze is saying is she actually likes Iron Man 3 the best out of all the Iron Man movies. The one That's, where it, you where it really the hell your mouth. <laughs> you shut the hell your really mouth. It really encapsulates KP. that he's the mechanic, you know, and they focus on that. <laughs> I, I mean, like, but, but admittedly, Don't put that evil the, on me, Ricky Bobby, <laughs> but, but bronze, the problem with what you just said is it 100%, the icing scene, very cool. And the idea that he used science there is very cool, but that's not how he dies. He does, the icing scene, 
the icing scene sets him back and, and you think like got him but that's not in the end it's just another like and then we blew him up right you yeah, know like it yeah, is yeah. that's not what got him what got him was they like pepper ran around and did some shit and tony was like pepper no and then like he blew up and then obadiah blew up in the end like it wasn't like the like he Don't him falling from the sky him? killed him what now they, Don't dropped, they, electrocute they him? dropped him into the arc reactor yeah he like gets arc reactored and it explodes so like it isn't it isn't like it isn't even like as cool as like and then he signs the shit out of it. It's like he used science for one bit and then in the end yeah. it was still just blow him up. So like I don't know. I'm still saying A, but like it's a very good movie. I'm not saying it's not good, but if we're gonna put Avengers at S, which is like All the right. team comes together and it's what everyone's been waiting for in that moment, like the shot where they're all like like I have to say it's it has to be better than the standalone movie. It has to be. I, be- I believe it's. Be. I believe it's better than I. I believe Avengers is better than Iron Man One, but Iron Man One does have some really cool scenes in it, right? Well, like, yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't have cool scenes. It's a great movie. Would you put it? I'm just. Wait, just would you put it at S if Avengers wasn't there? Yeah, if Avengers wasn't there, I would put it as based on the other movies here. I would say it was S. So oh, absolutely, let, I'll, I'll say this, Jesse. Okay. I'll say. So this. I think this is actually where the rub is because when it came to Hulk, Thor, I agreed with you. Where I was like, well, we can't put those on the same level, and I understand now that you're having that stick up with with Iron Man and Avengers, and this helps me have insight into this argument a little. Well, bit. let me also say this: there's only if if we're going to use this ranking hierarchy, S A B C D, there's six of these so we're gonna have two on one tier right oh i can agree that there's movies that i think are equal okay all right. sure. i was just making sure that you weren't like spacing them out to space them no, out. no 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 i'm just saying like quantitatively based on s through d i view avengers being the like culmination of all of this and a movie that made me feel like oh my god i've never seen anything like this in a movie theater it is better than just a standalone. Let me, uh, let me ask, movie. hold on. Let me ask you this. If we do away with the, the S A B C D, because that's not going to work for a ranking of the movies. If we're ranking them, that's a different type of ranking. If we're doing like a one through six Avengers is one. Iron Man one is two. Is that satiate both of you? Let yeah. me just remind First off, let me just remind everyone. I wasn't a fan of putting Avengers at S, but here we are. No, no, so, no that, that's why I'm, I'm going with that's S. True. That's true. No, no, I, I'm, I'm going saying, with S, then I'm just, you, you know. You didn't answer the question, though. If we remove S through D and we just do one through six, Avengers is one, Iron Man one is two. Does that work for you? Because we're going to have to rank them anyways that way. Oh, I mean, yes. I, okay, I would agree. Just, Based on these six way, movies, yeah. Avengers has to be the first. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think the reason I'm campaigning so hard against A and B is I don't think Iron Man should have to share a ranking with Captain America or Iron Man 2. You know, because well, it's you, not going to share a ranking right. with Iron Man 2, that's for sure. It's not going to be yeah. anywhere near Iron Man 2. Well, so I think having numbers, I like how this is because <laughs> like, no, we need to change the entire tier system. Well, no, it, it to, to, to be, be honest, it, it, it is flawed. Because, like, we are going to rank these in a one-to-whatever order. So we might as well rank them via that order. Not with, like, this S in I mean, the... if we're going to rank these by by number, yeah, going down the list... I mean, like, mine would yeah. easily be... Like this. Avengers. Yeah, mine would easily be 
Avengers, um, Iron Man, Captain America, mm-hmm. Thor, uh, and then I would put, it doesn't matter to me whether, uh, 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 I would, I would put Thor before Iron Man 2. Really? I dislike Iron Man 2. That movie is, I don't think it Borde. even knows what it wants to be. So that's what I would that's do. That's tough for me yeah. because I really like Hammer. Yeah, I thought sure. Iron I really Man like 2 Hammer. had some good moments. That, this will be the... But I just, yeah. Well, then let me... Iron Man 2 is a movie that like... These out. It, it, it is, it is the same, has the same problem that every movie where they're like, well, there are multiple villains has yeah, because yeah, yeah. they don't know how to like... They barely know how to how to tell the tale of one good villain, let alone put multiple yeah. ones in a movie. And so the no, idea I that they have no, I percent agree. So I don't yeah, know. No, I feel I, like that Thor... movie is riddled with problems, especially like uh, him being like, you know, if you don't have to kill God, you just have to show everyone he can bleed. And then at the end, he's like, never mind. You, I'm going to try to kill God. It's like, didn't you just kind of refute your own point, idiot? Yeah. No, that movie is confused as hell. It has some great moments in it. I'm trying to remember, like, if I would actually put Thor above it, though, because I. Ha- when I feel was the like last time you saw Thor? I feel like Thor one is actually a better film than most people think. So I'm a little bit uh, self biased there, but I I also like Iron Man two more than most people like Iron Man two. I think Thor one is a fine film. I just think it like is a little boring. It I will agree with you. It is a little boring. They didn't necessarily know what the fuck they were doing. Also, Kenneth Branagh or whatever the fuck you say his name uh, directed that as well as Thor two, and it shows that like he's a Shakespearean actor and a Shakespearean director because that is what they tried to make Thor into was a Shakespearean character, and it was not the right direction for like a movie version of Thor. Yeah, it's. It, it, I definitely think that as a film, it's oh, not. Alan Taylor bad. did Thor too. Rather, it was still the same premise. He tried to do. He yeah. continued the Shakespearean Thor. Thor one is not bad, but like, it isn't particularly interesting. And like, the big bad is like a robot thing <laughs> that's kind of boring. Yeah. And it's like, what's Loki? You know, because Loki was never truly threatening. And one, so yeah. the robot yeah. like monster they created and it was like, oh, he's destroying us. Mm. Like Thor is on an intergalactic level, but the violence is like, he's destroying a small town in the middle of nowhere. No, right. Like, because they had to keep Thor <laughs> secret from the world. The plot is a robot is like vaporizing a diner. And it's like, well, this is dumb. So, you know, it's, it's entertaining, but it's also boring and not nearly like it's weird to take an intergalactic superhero like Thor yeah. and put him in like to a small like Oklahoma town or wherever it was. It's you know, I guess it's like fun as storytelling, like how is he gonna deal with this? But it also doesn't make it very compelling because it's like, oh, he has to uh deal with like the the Midwest, <laughs> right? Like that's right. boring. That's well, not fun. It was New Mexico, I think, right? My my biggest deal with Thor 1 was that no matter where you're at in that movie, apart from maybe Asgard, if you're in like the New Mexico setting, it always looks like a movie, like soundstage or something like that. It always mm-hmm. looks like they made that town specifically to be shot in this movie because no fucking town ever looks like that. And I always have a hard time like getting past that. 
Um, but do I think Iron Man 2 is better than it? Yeah, I guess so. I, I like this ranking. I'm okay with this ranking. I think that it'll start good. Okay. I think it's going to get a little bit more complicated in phase two. Jesse doesn't look okay with it. Jesse, get it out. Uh, no, I'm fine. I Here's the thing. The first three are so easy for me that the last three do not matter because I think they're all <laughs> sub they're all subpar compared to the first three. Like the first three I frequently rewatch the first three. And the last three I avoid. <laughs> so like that's the difference. I try not to think okay. about their existence. So, you know. Like uh, I genuinely love Captain America for his campiness. For everything that it is, I like actually love that movie and i and, and the thing is like i love it the same way i love iron man and i love it the same way that i love avengers it is like i don't know i i for some reason i, I feel it and i can understand why everyone is like oh well this is why i don't like about captain america but for some reason it like clicks with me yeah i like captain I feel america it. as well I thought, yeah I I, if it. we were do, still doing the sna i would put captain america and iron man both on a with iron man slightly above i will say though I think Captain America for me suffers the same way Iron Man does. I love the first two thirds of Captain America. I love mm. watching him like become Captain America and go on that journey. And then the end, I'm like, all right. Yeah. And then like yeah, a bunch of stuff happens and it's kind of well, like falls apart towards the end. Part- but like, I love the first two thirds of Captain America. I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. Part of that, I think also is where you knew where it was going, right? Like you knew that the sacrifice of him was coming up somewhere. Cause he had to get fucking frozen. Um, right, and so I think that kind of hurt the end. Uh, I also think that Red Skull was not for what that character is in the comics. He didn't live up to what it was on the movie, uh, in the movie Agreed. world. But I think a lot of that also comes down to the fact that like that movie was about developing Captain America as a character, and it wasn't about developing the Red Skulls in a character. Um, but that is that's like, let me just say. That is one of those movie things both. that I hate. It's hard to do both. Agreed. Agreed. But I hate that thing that movies do where – and you hear a lot of directors talk about this. I remember recently someone said something. Damn, I wish I remember. A very famous director was talking about um, character development. And I don't remember what movie this was, but he was saying like, you know, this is a blank movie, not a blank movie. So like same thing here. Sure. This is a yeah. Captain America movie – not a Red Skull movie. Totally. So our time and energy went in developing Captain America. But I'm like, Captain America is nothing without a good foil. And just like, you know, all these films are nothing without a good foil. That's why I think Infinity War is like such a great movie and that it takes, t- you know, we gotten all the main characters out of the way. So it takes time to develop the villain. And so we can see more about Thanos as a villain. So it makes what he does all that more impactful and interesting. And, and and I like what they're doing again with Kang is they're like developing more of yeah. yeah we have a long backstory with this with this character and it will keep going yep. and yeah it it sucks that that's how movies are done though it's very it's a Hollywood thing where it's like look this movie the title is Iron Man or the title is Captain America so anyone else we have they're there to like further that plot which again is how we end up with movies like Thor 2, which is like, look, it's called Thor 2. It's not called, you know, Dark Elves. 
But like, if they would have given the Dark Elves like oh, even a little bit fucked. of time, they got fucked so bad. It was so yeah. Bad. You can't yeah. be like the Dark Elves have been here since before the universe existed, yeah. and they're the biggest threat in the galaxy. And then like they don't develop them at all, and that's why it was dumb. And you're like, I don't even give a shit about the Dark Elves. Yep. And I, I yeah, I hate that movies do that. It drives me crazy. I kind but... of felt that way about the gold people from Guardians Two, where I was like, Am I exactly, to care yeah, about them? they're gonna be in Guardians Three. Mm-hmm. Probably they, they would have to be. I think without more luck, but. Yeah. I'm I just I I just feel bad cuz I was like they didn't do a good job like making these guys seem like a something I care about, you know. Yeah. And that's yeah, it's that's the thing is like how can you care about the world of a hero when their threat is like so dumb and like un, like there's nothing there to to get you attached like oh, he's in trouble because that's like this bad guy and he's got these you've seen him do terrible things or like you understand you know, that's a, like good storytelling takes time to develop the antagonist. Yeah. And uh, sometimes movies just don't do that because it's easier to be like, well, we want to spend more time with the hero. And it's like, oof. Okay. It's true. All right. Well, this is our ranking of phase one. Just to read it off in case you're listening uh, to the audio version of the show. Uh, Avengers is number one. Iron Man one is number two. Captain America, the first Avenger is number three. Iron Man two is number four. Thor is number five, and The Incredible Hulk is number six. I don't think this list will shock anyone. I think it's about what you would expect from a phase one ranking. We'll do phase two next week. We've got another six films. This one, I might be a little bit more uh, lively in the conversation. The six films in phase two. I feel like two. I have to watch them. Well, you got I a week. Seen them in so long. You got oh, a my week. God. Okay, wait. Name them all off. That's what I'm going to do. Iron Man 3. Thor to the Dark World, or just Thor the Dark World. Uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Guardians of the Galaxy. Avengers Age of Ultron. And everyone's favorite, Ant-Man 1. Okay, that's going to fall into three that I'm going to care about and fight for. And three that I'm going to have such a hard time rewatching this week, JP. Because I'm going to have to average one a night. And well, one of them is going to have to be Dark World and Ultron. We'll and, tune in next week. We'll see Bronze and Jesse's thoughts on that because I've already got I my already, head cannon. I'm ready to go hard on my my new number one. I'm letting you know. There's a new number one next week. Well, and no, I'm going to fight hard for it. We're just doing phase I'm two. I'm fighting hard for it. We're just doing phase two. And then we'll combine them once we do phase three as well. Phase three, oh, 11 man. movies in phase three in case you were uh I just realized all our number ones are different. I, I, I've just realized that when Jesse said that, I was like, oh, For my God, two? I bet you all of our. Yeah, I bet you all of our number ones are different. No, no I think I think phase one is. All right. I, I think number one of phase two is, is probably we'll have. I think I think. I have a favorite. I'll DM in there. you guys. No, no, I'll we'll save it for the show. And I want to see save it for the show. Really? Yeah, save it for next <laughs> week. Save it for next I, week. I'm excited. I'm excited to throw down. Yeah. I'm ready. I am going to fight for Ant-Man, though. At some point, because that's not no, going that's, five or six. No. We're not doing five or six for Amp. You can't do it. You can't do my boy Rudd like that. That's good. Okay. I'm excited for next week because I I think that one's going to be weird. Anyways, let's do some shout outs and wrap up the show. Uh, Bronze, where can people check you out? What do you got going on this week? Tell the people. Hi. Hello. I'm that bronze girl. Um. Yeah, I, I run a D&D game on Tuesday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Come check it out. I've got that going on. I stream full-time on Twitch at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, Yeah, this week I'm playing some, nor- 
some more New World. I've been enjoying that a lot. And I'm going to crack into Death's Door. I just bought that yesterday. And it's a cute game about a little crow who it's kind of Legend of Zelda style. It's like very Zelda-esque. And it's uh, you go and kill spirits. You could say it's the Dark Souls of Zelda games. No, I can't do that. No, nope, can't, can't do that. No, no. Not even as a joke. Your mic's cut off till next week. Jesse. <laughs> till next week. How de- <laughs> till next week. Got her. You nailed it, boss. You do did some it. shout outs. Uh, hey, everyone. Uh, you can find me all over the internet uh, at Jesse Cox. It's all one word for some reason. And um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, we've got all sorts of stuff coming up. I'm currently working on lore videos for the game I'm obsessed with at the moment, Final Fantasy XIV. Doing like a whole thing. Teacher Jesse is coming out again. I wrote a lesson plan. God help me. I don't know what's happening right now. Um, So that's going on. And then just streaming random things. I probably this week have to stream a bunch of near because I, our video we're doing for the YouTube channel, I still have to get lots of footage. So near replicant will probably be a lot that I do this week. And then, um, you know, I uh, at the end of the week, I think Samurai Warriors comes out. And you know I'm a big Dynasty Warriors fan. And Samurai Warriors is just Dynasty Warriors, but in Japan. And so I'm like really excited about that. I love killing like 20,000 guys in one battle. It's, you know. Like, like in history, a warrior worth a thousand. All right, that's it. I'm done. Let's go. Also, Jesse and I have a collab coming at the end of the week that we can't talk about. <gasps> that's right. But look for our look but, for our ads. Look for our look for our tweets and instas and all this stuff. <laughs> a hashtag yep. ad. Hashtag mega ad. Oh, what what is it? No one. I'll, I'll mute here. Okay, you're muted. But what's happening? You're not muted, by the way. <laughs> you look like you're. About We're no fools. We sat. We both sat here like. Mm-mm. <laughs> I felt bad because if you somehow believed me, that would be the last time you ever did. Uh, so I had to, I'll just I had to say, jump in real quick. Know what some of mine and Jesse's interests are and where they overlap. This uh, ad activation makes a lot of sense, and it'll probably be fun. Yeah, I think right. it'll be fun. I mean, it could be a little chaotic, but I don't think it will be. All right, so it's going to be a hashtag ad around hooved catfish tall ladies. I mean, like, you're not wrong, really. Okay. <laughs> like, in a All way, right. All right. you're kind of correct. It's true. It's true. Nailed it. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for watching the MCU mm-hmm. crew. We'll be back next week. We'll rank up old phase two. Make sure to get caught up on your movie so... Uh, you can tell us how wrong or how right we are. Uh, and then I think there's one of those weeks we've got something to watch. When does What If start? Is that next month? Yeah, it's August sometime. Mm-hmm. Let's see. It starts August 11th. Oh, okay. So we have, yeah, we've two got weeks. two more two more weeks. So we can rank phase three and then watch What If. We're going to have to devote an entire show to the mcu ranking that's gonna be a lot there's what like 27 yeah, we movies should definitely, or something we should definitely once it's all put together then have the great rank off the great rank uh, off. Yeah. Oh. it's gonna be a doozy it'll be a doozy anyways thank you so much for watching uh if you want to grab the show in podcast form you can it's available on spotify itunes google podcast all the itunes or all the uh, audio platforms 
So feel free to go grab it. Leave a review. I really do appreciate that. And uh, that's that. We'll see you guys next week for more MCU crew. We're out of here. Have a good one. Bye-bye.